Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of Blistopia podcast. It is so nice to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to have a beautiful reflection on the art of letting go. So, as autumn is approaching, we are in the northern hemisphere, approaching the end of summer, the beginning of autumn. I thought it would be a good moment to talk about letting go. You see, each one of the seasons has an energy, a meaning behind it. And autumn is the season where nature lets go. It lets go of the leaves, of the flowers, of the branches even, that it doesn't need. And in a sense, nature is preparing itself for the next season. So I thought that with autumn coming up, it would be a good idea to talk about the art of letting go. So we're going to dive right into this topic. So for many years I've been thinking about this topic and how to fine-tune this art of letting go. And I want to share with you a story, a personal story that happened in 2020 uh, when I was doing the St. James Way. In Spanish it's called El Camino de Santiago. So basically, this is a pilgrimage way that it's in the in Spain, all across Spain, and there's many different routes, and they all lead to uh, Santiago de Compostela in northern Spain. So this is very famous uh, in Spain. It's been there since the Middle Ages. For centuries and centuries, people have been walking uh, down the, those different paths. And I happened to be there in 2020 with a friend. We did um, the experience for eight days. And basically, the rule of thumb is that your bag should weigh maximum 10% of your weight. Let me tell you that our bags did not weigh 10% of our weight. They weighed much more. So I had at least four more kilos than it should have been eight more pounds if you if you think in terms of pounds and basically my bag was way too heavy and my friend's bag was way too heavy and basically what happened is that you walk every, you wake up at 6 a.m you walk you walk for many many hours and let's say you arrive in the next village uh, around three or between three and five p.m so we would get there and because I had been carrying the weight of my bag on my shoulders, on my back, on every inch and muscle of my body, I could really feel each one of the grams that was in that bag. It's not the same, you know, when you're in the city or you have a car or whatever, so the bag is basically carried by something. In this case, when you need to carry it yourself, I can tell you that you really want to pay attention to the things you're carrying around. So I think first day I took the bag uh, with all the kilos, all the extra kilos. And first day I took the bag. Second day I was like, oh my God, this is like way too heavy. And someone told us about this rule that we didn't know. And basically, second day I get into the town that we need to need to go to 
and I was like, I need to get rid of things. I need to get rid of things. So I started like, okay, these socks are not as comfy. Bye. This book that I was carrying around uh, is not interesting. Bye. Uh, and every day, every time we would arrive into a new town, I was like getting rid of stuff, getting rid of stuff. I was like, because I was feeling each one of the grams that was in there, I was like, I need to get rid of things. It even got to the point, because I was really trying to get rid of anything that wasn't adding value to my journey, it even got to the point where I had a notebook and I started taking off pages of my notebook because I knew that I wouldn't use those pages anymore and I was taking those pages off the notebook. So it really got very, very extreme as I was really counting each gram that I was taking on my body. And this made me think and made me realize that the insight that I got in that moment was that each object that I had in my bag needed to add value to my journey. I couldn't afford to take things with me that were not adding value to my journey. And then I went one step further and I was like, everything in my life needs to be adding value to my life. I cannot afford to have things that are not things, uh, relationships, thoughts, whatever, that are not adding value to my life. So I was already in this mindset that is usually called minimalism. If you want to hear more about this topic, there's two guys that are doing amazing things. They're called The Minimalists. There's a documentary on Netflix. There's a podcast that is super, super cool called The Minimalists. And they really dive super deep into this topic. And basically one of the things that they share is when you start in your minimalism journey, let's call it, you start with your possessions. So you will start analyzing, uh, let's say, your closet. You start analyzing, okay, is this adding value to my life? Should I keep it or not? Did I use it in the last year? Yes or not. If you didn't use it on the last year, you will not use it on the next year for sure. And sometimes they go even further. If you didn't use it in the last 90 days, you're not going to use it in the next 90 days. So you might want to let go of that object. Marie Kondo, who is the guru of having all your possessions tidy and pretty at your place, she has a rule of thumb and her rule is, is this object, does this object spark joy in my heart? So she relates it to a more emotional uh, point of view. Or you could also think of a more rational point of view. Is this adding value to my life? Did I use this in the last 90 days, etc. But what is very interesting is that you start with your possessions. You start with objects because it's simpler and it allows you to get yourself already on this space of letting go of things that are no longer uh, adding value into your life. But once you start having this mindset, this mindset will quickly translate into absolutely every sphere in your life. 
What about your friendships? Maybe some friendships are not adding value to your life anymore. Maybe they're being a negative influence and you need to consider those. Uh, how about your time? How are you allocating your time and your energy? There's another episode where we talk on how do you allocate your energy. So you start analyzing each of the spheres of your life. What about your thoughts? Maybe some thoughts are not adding value to my life. They are negative. They're not making me feel good. Um, they are not allowing me to grow. So maybe it's time to let go of those. What about the food that you put into your body? Maybe there's many things that you're eating that your body doesn't need. And maybe it's a good time to let go of those things. So as you go into this minimalism um, lifestyle, because it is a lifestyle, many different spheres in your life will start being considered automatically. So you start with your possessions because it is, let's say, the most fundamental level, but then you're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's when the interesting work begins and the spiritual work begins and, and actually fulfilling work begins. So it all starts with your possessions, but it gets much more interesting. What are the benefits of letting go? Because, of course, we don't like to lose things. We don't like to let go. We don't like to cancel. We don't like to, to forget. We don't like to say no. But there are huge benefits of letting go. And I will list three main benefits that I think are just key when you let go. The first is that you're creating space. When you let go of the things that you don't want, the things that you don't need anymore, the things that are not adding value into your life, you are creating space for new things to emerge. You're creating space for new insights to appear. You're creating space for new opportunities to rise and to come up into your life. So you are creating space both at a very literal sense but also in a metaphorical sense. You're creating space for new things and new opportunities in your life. So that's a huge, huge benefit of letting go. The second benefit, it's a more collective one. If we all let go of things that we don't need and actually we are not purchasing things that we don't need, there's a huge advantage in terms of sustainability because the best way to avoid carbon emissions is just not consuming at all. Um, so there's a huge collective benefit. But also the third benefit is that you live in alignment. You know who you are, you know what you want, you know what you need, and you know when to let go of things, situations, people, thoughts, food, whatever it is that is not aligned with who you are and who you want to be, who you truly are and who you want to be. So these are three amazing benefits, two at a more individual level and one at a collective level. But of course it's 
hard to let go because, as I said, we don't like to lose, we don't like to say no, and especially I think that it's hard to let go because we are deeply afraid of the void. We are deeply afraid of of a white canvas. What if I just empty the whole thing and I don't like what I find? What if the silence is just unbearable? So we are quite afraid of the void and that's why we tend to add more things and add more activities and add more stuff into our lives. Um, and we tend to think that more is more. But if you want to find the truth of things, you need to peel away all the layers. You need to let go of possessions that are not adding value in your life. Let go of thoughts that are not adding value into your life. Peel away all the different layers of situations, people, thoughts, possessions that are not adding value into your life and let the truth emerge on what is actually adding value into your life. And this might be quite a deep question, but I think it's worth making the effort, the conscious effort, to peel away all those layers of things that are no longer needed in your life. And there are amazing benefits, as you see. It's also sometimes not so easy to let go, uh, especially when we talk about relationships. It's not so easy to let go uh, of friendships. It's not so easy to let go of partnerships or any type of relationship that you realize that you might need to let go of. Some objects are also particularly hard to let go of. Um, for instance, it's not the same when you are um, just working on your closet and getting rid of some clothes that you don't use. Uh, some objects are particularly hard. For instance, when you have emotional objects, photos of your family, photos of your friends, letters, um, those objects might be a little bit harder to let go of. Uh, but once you make this effort, the benefits will just be huge, 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 because you will start living a life and creating a life for yourself that is much more aligned with who you are. The magic also on this is that what might be true today, let's say you stop today in September 2022 and you take a picture of different objects and thoughts and foods etc and what might be in alignment for you today in September 2022 might not be aligned in, a, in an year in September 2023. So you need to be constantly reevaluating and reassessing and what is adding value today might not add value tomorrow things that are not in your life today might be 
absolutely crucial in the future. So you need to be always reassessing and always aligning. And also, we change and because we change, the things and the people and the thoughts and the foods and everything will have to change to reflect those new versions of ourselves. So I hope that you've enjoyed this reflection. I intend this to be food for thought for the upcoming week. And I think that one interesting question for you to hold in your mind this week, in your mind and in your heart is what do you need to let go of? What do you need to let go of? So food for thought, I wish you an amazing week coming up and in the meantime in Blistopia we trust.